No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome back to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Moses reminds the people of the portions due to the priests and Levites. He also announces the future prophet whom the Lord will raise up, to whom the people will give their allegiance. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Deuteronomy chapter 18 on Simply the Bible. When I was a child, like most children, I hated going to the dentist. I hated the dentist drilling on my teeth. But there was one thing I looked forward to, and that was going into the waiting room and finding the Highlights magazine for children. Immediately, I would go to the hidden pictures section and try to find the hidden pictures. And what I love about studying the Old Testament is finding the hidden pictures of Jesus Christ. We come to a very specific hidden picture today in Deuteronomy chapter 18. And that's where we pick it up today. The priests, the Levites, all the tribe of Levi shall have no part nor inheritance with Israel. They shall eat the offerings of the Lord made by fire and his portion. Therefore, they shall have no inheritance among their brethren. The Lord is their inheritance, as he said to them. And this shall be the priests due from the people, from those who offer a sacrifice, whether it is a bull or sheep, they shall give to the priest the shoulder, the cheeks, and the stomach, the first fruits of your grain and your new wine and your oil, and the first of the fleece of your sheep. You shall give him. For the Lord your God has chosen him out of all your tribes to stand to minister in the name of the Lord, him and his sons forever. So the Lord chose the priests from among the Levites, those from the tribe of Levi, they were the priestly tribe, and they would be scattered throughout all of Israel because God wanted there to be a priest nearby wherever you live. There would be one close by. They did not have their own tribal inheritance. Instead, the Lord would be their inheritance. He would be their portion. Along with that, they would receive the portions of the offerings that the people would bring to the Lord. The shoulder, the cheeks, and the stomach were their portion of the bulls and the sheep. And then they would also receive the first fruits of grain and new wine and oil, as well as the first of the fleece from the sheep. Their job was to represent God before the people and to represent the people before God. Now, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 9.13 would speak of this, the fact that the priests would receive a portion uh, when he was talking about the need for those in the ministry to be supported for their work. He said, Do you not know that those who minister the holy things eat of the things of the temple, and those who serve at the altar partake of the offerings of the altar? Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. In other words, if they give themselves completely to doing the work of the ministry, then they should be supported materially in that. I am just very grateful that I serve at a church that supports uh, my needs personally, my family's needs, and even enables us to be able to go on the radio without asking for support. 
Now, there are no longer the priests serving at the temple. The temple was destroyed in 70 AD. But Peter tells us in 1 Peter 2.9 that those who believe in Jesus Christ are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and his own special people, that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. What a wonderful thing. And that means that our portion, like the priests of old, our portion is the Lord. In fact, Peter tells us in 1 Peter 1.4 that we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for us, pure and undefiled beyond the reach of change and decay. I can think of nothing better than to know that the Lord is my portion and I have an eternal inheritance that is out of this world. Verse 6, So if a Levite comes from any of your gates, from where he dwells among all Israel, and comes with all the desire of his mind to the place which the Lord chooses, then he may serve in the name of the Lord his God, as all his brethren the Levites do, who stand there before the Lord. They shall have equal portions to eat, besides what comes from the sale of his inheritance. So because the Levites were scattered throughout all, Israel, they could own a place in one of their Levitical cities, but if the Levite decided that he wanted to go to Jerusalem, where the temple was, he could always do that. He would sell his inheritance in the city where he was at and could move to Jerusalem, and then he would receive the same portion of the offerings as his fellow Levites. And of course, the Levites would be sort of the support staff. They couldn't actually present the offerings as the priests would do but they would help the priests as the priests would minister. But this shows us that God is a God of equality. He made sure that they could come at any time and have the same portion as anybody else. Verse 9, When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There is always that temptation for the saints in any age to conform to the world around them. The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 12 too, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know what God's will is for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Now Moses commanded them not to follow the abominations of the world around them, specifically of the Canaanites. And so he gave them a do not do list and a do list. Verse 10, There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. Now, the Bible tells us God is spirit, and he has created us in his image, meaning that we are spiritual beings. This truth can be suppressed, but it cannot be denied. Our spirits were made to have fellowship with God. And if we don't worship the Lord, then we will seek spirituality in other ways. Satan knows this, so he offers a buffet of tantalizing spiritual delights 
to satisfy the appetite. Now Moses gave them a list of the things they were not to do. Child sacrifice. The Canaanites worshipped idols and false gods who, whose rituals included offering their children as sacrifices. The scripture tells us that in fact they were worshipping demons. Witchcraft. The Hebrew word refers to practicing divination or seeking to predict the future through signs, omens, and supernatural powers. Soothsayer. This also involved telling the future, but usually through the means of conjuring up the dead. Interpret omens. This involved interpreting signs to know the will of God. Sorcerer. One who would practice black magic arts. Conjures spells. That is the casting of spells. A medium. A spiritist. Who would be one who would consult the dead or a familiar spirit. That is a demonic spirit. And finally, one who calls up the dead. Nine things are listed here on the do not do list. And it shows how many different offerings that Satan has to satisfy every spiritual appetite. But they are all deeds of darkness, deceptive and destructive. And not only are these things abominations or detestable things in the eyes of God, but also those who practice them. And it was because of these practices that God was utterly destroying the inhabitants of the land. Verse 13, you shall be blameless before the Lord your God for these nations which you will dispossess. Listen to soothsayers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. So the do list was very simple. Just be blameless before the Lord your God. In other words, walk in the light as he is in the light. Do the right thing when nobody's looking. Verse 15. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear according to all you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire anymore, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, What they have said is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. Now Moses is reminding them of something they said to him back at Mount Sinai when the Lord spoke to them from the mountain, the Ten Commandments, and afterward, they said, Moses, we don't want to hear that voice anymore. You go speak to God and tell us what to do. And the Lord said to Moses, well, what they've said is good. So I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and I'll put my words in his mouth, and he will speak to them all that I command. And this is a very clear prophecy of Jesus Christ. We absolutely know that because of what Peter said in Acts 3.19 as he was preaching in the temple. And he said to the people, therefore, repent and be converted that your sins may be blotted out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord and that he may send Jesus Christ who was preached to you before. For Moses truly said to the fathers, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things whatever he says to you. And it shall be that Every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. And so 
they were really without excuse for not hearing and receiving Jesus as their prophet because Moses prophesied of him and he came speaking the words of God, confirming it by miracles. But what did they do? They rejected his voice and God said that he would require it of them. Verse 20, but the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak or who speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet shall die. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. You shall not be afraid of him. And so God would raise up prophets, the prophet, who would be Jesus Christ, but also other prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and so forth. And the way that they would know that the prophet was legitimate and a true prophet of God is that every single word that he spoke, if he says something would happen, it had to happen. And if it didn't happen 100% of the time, then that was a false prophet. Just keep that in mind. The next time somebody tells you that the Lord is coming by a certain date and then it doesn't pan out, just know that that is a false prophet. They've spoken presumptuously and you should not be afraid of them. God has given to us so many good things and especially the fact that he is our portion. I would encourage us all to spend time feeding the true spirituality that is in his word by his spirit that you may grow up in all spiritual things. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Moses instructs the children of Israel in providing three cities of refuge in the Promised Land and reviews various judicial laws before crossing the Jordan River. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Deuteronomy on Simply the Bible.